Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. King is uh, talking with us this week, uh, another episode about relationships. And when you stop and really think about it, they're so important. I mean, it, it, this just has so many ramifications in our everyday life, doesn't it? It does. You know, we undervalue relationships, and we don't really understand the, the what how deep relationships go into our well-being. We don't understand it. We talked in the last show, the first of this series, about how the greatest and the worst things that can happen to someone in their life is related to relationships. Yeah. And that is so true. It is. It is, you know, it is so uh, it is a real thing and uh there can be healing relationships. Uh I'm I'm thinking of the proverbs that says uh, pleasant words are a honeycomb and sweet to our soul and healing to our bones. That's uh proverbs 16:24. And, you know, that's the power of words, you know. Yeah. You can, words can help you in a great way, and they can hurt you as well. Oh, you know, yeah. sticks and stones yeah. break my bones, but words can really hurt you. Yes, sir. And, and, and that's, re- that's the truth here. And it's the, not just the words, but it's the relationship around the words that makes the difference in our lives. We talked last show a little bit about Rocky, you know, when his wife says, you know, it wasn't behind him, but her words to him to go win, not just to fight, but to win, you know, it just brought such empowerment to in the show. And, you know, you know, we're talking movies, but, the, you know, they touch our hearts and they're, they're real because it's substance within all of us. You know, the relationships, um, you know, I, I love them so much. You know, we're in this English-speaking world, in the Western world. Uh, we are the richest people and also the loneliest people. Really? Yes. And so, you know, it's, it's sad. You know, especially men do not carry very many very close relationships. They can have a lot of casual relationships. How you doing, buddy? You know, but, you know, but they're casual. They're superficial. They don't go to the depth to really that what we need when it says healing to our bones. Bones are down deep inside of us. Bones are inside bones is where our blood is made. It's hemopoietic centers in the marrow of the bones, the hollow 
thickness of the bones is where blood is made. It's hemopoetic. It's it's in our blood is life. You know, it's it's strength to us. You know, so we want to go deeper into relationships. You know, one of the things with the blue zones we touched on in the last show, where these are zones where they've studied it today. It's true even today, uh, where they live unique lifestyles and they live to be consistently over a hundred years of age. And then what are they doing? Let's look. You know, we spend so much time studying disease, getting so introspective, morbidly introspective, not just talking cadavers here, but we get so locked into studying the disease, we miss what studying life, studying health. Let's study what makes us healthy. What's connecting? We're so focused on disease. It's like germ warfare, you know, and we're not studying what makes us healthy. We're not. And look at the blue zone people. And there's a thousands of years of clinical study there to see what are these people doing where they're living almost disease free, where they're living over 100 years of age consistently. And one of the things that they are doing is they have deep sense of community and family and relationships. Relationships are a key. It's a key component. Yes, they do walk and exercise. They're herders. They're gatherers. They're they stay active outside. They you know they you know they do other things. But one of the keys is the relationships in the community, and we've lost that here in a Western society. You know, we're all islands. We're all again. Yes, we're focused more on money than we are on relationships. I say. Uh, you know, I don't want to really be a millionaire. I want to be a life in air. Think about that for a moment. What is a life in air? That's one that has an abundance of life. That's somebody that has an abundance of quality relationships. That's somebody that has good family, good friendships. You know, that have good work relationships. We're going to talk about work and how we're going to be able to take this job and love it. <laughs> and so, you know, we're going to learn how to find the love in life, I find the that, passion of life. I think that was on display uh, this week to the world uh, with the uh, funeral of President uh, George H.W. Bush mm-hmm. and the relationship that he had with a lot of people, but primarily with his wife, uh, his late wife, Barbara, uh, that that the power of a positive relationship mm-hmm. was put on display yeah. this week. It kind of demonstrate kind of like the swans, you know, they might for life. When yeah. one dies, the other's not too far behind. Yes. Interesting, isn't it? Very. Now, you might think that's a negative. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. But no, they, oh, you both live long and fruitful and wonderful lives. Yeah. And, you know, and yet George was a note, you know, he wrote notes. Yes, he did. And he did a lot. So really cool, inspiring, motivating, encouraging notes. To people, you know, he had notes of substance, not just how are you, but he had some substance. He looked into people and he saw deep into people. And we need that depth because that is life to us. You know, that is how we become a life and heir. <laughs> you know, there you go. Oh, do I want to be a millionaire or a life and heir? I have a choice of one. 
which one would you pick? You'd have to say life and air. Yeah, you really would, because money does not do it. <laughs> money can make you, you know, add a lot more headaches, a lot more misery. Yeah. Now, I'd rather have, you know, I think we can have both, you know, and I'm always into the both. But if, if I had to rate one in front of the other, I would take, you know, give me, I'll be a life and air. Yeah. And I'm going to love life and live life to the fullest. And that's really where you find fulfillment. That's where you find the deeper things that money just can't buy. There's a song I'm thinking of here, the Beatles, right? Can't uh, buy me can't love. Can't buy me love. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Can't buy me love. Yeah. Come on, say you can sing it. I know you can. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you singing earlier too. But you're right. It's true. Yeah. I can't buy love. You yeah. can't. So, you know, in the... That's what the life and air is all about. You know, let's focus on life. And with that comes a lot of other positive things. You know, you'll be able to make more money. We're going to talk jobs here later in this show. But, you know, how to become more valuable as a person. You will Usually it adds income to your life, you know, because you are more valuable. You make good things happen because, you ha- you know, you're creating positive relationship. You're creating good things. You're creating more fruitfulness in your life, you know, when you do this. You know, it's just not about the money. The money, I always said, and I love this, but money is really the byproduct of our life. It's not what we're going after. If we're chasing money. People say, well, money's the root of all evil, isn't it? No. You know, it, it's, it's the, the love, love of money. money. Yeah, if you yeah. love money more than you love life, Ooh. it'll create a lot of evil in your life. Yeah. You know, your life must come first always. And so we're all about being in that life on air. And I want to be, and I work every day on, on uh, becoming a life on air. And that brings so much abundance in every realm of your life. You get more love. You know, I focus on how can I love more? What are the qualities? What are the qualities of life? And we think about it. Yes, relationship and it all centered. You can't have love without a relationship. You get joy. Relationships, good, healthy, healing relationships should be create great joy that is healing to us. You know, it creates a sense of peace. You have solid foundational relationships that creates a wonderful strength that brings peace. You know, that you can bounce problems off of people of value and insight. That As we grow as human beings, we begin to share more about not just information, but more about wisdom that comes from inf- its applied information. You know, as we learn to use it for not just information for information, but how to implement that information in a positive way, that creates and brings about something called wisdom and insight in time and life. And white hair, like we uh, we have here, Randy, <laughs> yeah. we're all great white hairs, yes, white we beards. Are. Yes, we are. And uh, white hair is a sign of senility. No, no, no. <laughs> it's it's a sign of wisdom. Well, sometimes it is. It could be, but it's a sign of wisdom. And uh, you know, and that's we've lost that. And you know, so if we're not implementing the qualities of life that, and I'll talk about some of those later here too. You know, that love, that peace, that joy, you know, uh, in those come from the relationships and those are elements that I call it vitamin L. 
man, we need vitamin, more vitamin L in this world. Yes. Vitamin L is love. Yes. You know, vitamin J, I love joy. Joy. Yes. You know, I have joy. I am, you know, I'm a, you know, in, yes, joy you is a, better than happiness. Happiness is a superficial ver- version of joy. Joy is a deeper substance of happiness that's inside of you that doesn't get robbed or t- stolen away or you lose it out of just one bad thing happens to you. Joy is a deeper inner substance that things can happen and you it takes a lot to get to steal your joy. You know, once you get it in you and you get it in you by going through rougher times, tough times is not just, oh, it's just happening to me. It's how we process these things, how we turn those tough times and deal with them and overcome them. And we become stronger people. We become more stable people. We become deeper embedded with love and joy and peace. You know, that to me, that's what, that's, those are deep substances of life that don't get easily stolen as we get them rooted deeper within us. We get them where that permeates every chamber of our sanctified temples, our bodies, you know, our minds, our souls, our emotions all get, you know, embedded with good things. And that comes through relationships. Relationships is what can stir that. Now we say, oh, relationships can also steal it. It can stir it up and it can steal it away from us. And depending on the quality of relationships we have, how do we turn and create healing relationships and avoid toxic relationships? That is really the key to creating a great life. And it's hard to have a great life without that foundation of creating positive, healthy, healing relationships. And that's something that we're going to talk more about. You know, we say everyone hear people say, oh, I just want to have a more uh, loving relationship, you know, with people. And I said, you know, and when I hear them talking, there's a lot of many times there's one person I was talking to, but I heard in their words a lot of bitterness about life. And I said, that that anger, that bitterness I hear in you, if you want more loving relationships, the key is it starts with you. And that's, I want you, I want you to practice, and I'd have this patient practice this, where you know, they change. I see transformations change, but we got to talk straight sometimes. And I said, let's turn that, if you want more loving relationships, first thing I want you to do is I want you to start being more loving. It starts inside of you. And now, you know, there's a law of attraction here. And so you start being more loving, you'll start creating more loving relationships. That is how it works. You know, we want it all to happen to us. It really comes out of us. You know, we create, we are creative beings, and we create the life that we have right now. If we can take that honest truth and say, okay, the life I have right now is what I've created. I'm going to take full responsibility for this. And responsibility means really ability to respond. (laughs) Okay. Response hyphen ability. Response. Ability to respond. Or accountability. Ability to account. 
I'm going to be have the ability to account for my life. I'm going to take that right now. Life is not just oh, you're always picking on me. <laughs> you know, everybody's always picking on me. That's you know, that's you got a you got a picking on me uh, attitude, and that's going to draw that to you. And so let's change that. And so we look at what we're you know, getting, and there's an old saying: you you. You keep getting you always you'll keep getting what you've always gotten until you make some changes. You keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always gotten. And so we're going to start changing how okay how we're going to go about things. I'm I'm making some changes in my life. I know we're here in the holiday season, but you know, we need to make affirmations all the time. You know, you know, and so we want to be making these changes now. Okay, I'm going to change my attitude, and I'll you know I'll change my altitude of how high I go in life, you know. And I, so as we begin to make these positive changes, okay, we want more loving relationships. We're going to start being more loving. I want more happy relationships. I want to be okay. Try being more happy, you know. I want more peace in my life. You know, there's always turmoil everywhere I go. You know, it's, it's, Start being, you start generating some more peace. You know, the old saying, oh, peace out, man. You know, I, we say I have another saying around the office, it's peace in. Why? Because you have to have peace in first before you can have peace come out of you. You know, peace in, peace out, peace all about. And that is really how we're going to activate our creative qualities within us to generate these things. We talk about being creative. You know, we create look we create all these things we talk about buildings and roads and cars and computers and you know and like you know it goes on and on whole cities and and countrysides and you know but now let's start creating turn that creative ability internally. That's where we've missed the boat. We're not applying those creative skills Internally, when we start applying those creative skills internally, we start to see the real transformation of the kind of people we want to be, the kind of life we want to live. We start generating that positive thing, you know, and that's that's the beauty of how do we start to create relationships, toxic relationships. What do we deal with those? We run from them Not at first. We want to think, how can we help them? Every, nobody, none of us are perfect. <laughs> we got stuff to work on. And you think, well, that's depressing. Why? Well, that's so. No, there's just so many good things for us yet to you know download in life. You know, there's so many good things for us to transform into. That's great. I have an ever generating positive uh, growth going on in my life. It's happening. You, know, every problem is an opportunity. Every stumbling block can be turned into a stepping stone. Every mess can be turned into a message, okay? Every test that we have in our life can be turned into a beautiful testimony. And that's the way we need to chart changing away our attitude about, okay, I'm going to start turning it all into good. It's all good, mate, you know? And that's what we need to see, the good. We so are focused on the bad, you know, news, bad news. Oh, the traffic accident I drove by. Yeah, I slowed down and looked. <laughs> okay. But that doesn't mean I'm trying to create an accident, right? No, I'm trying to, you know, see if there's something I can help in that scenario. But the issue is we want to start thinking about how we create good in ourselves and around us and turn those creative forces loose 
to work for us rather than against us. We can create a lot of negative stuff or we can create positive stuff. The power, the choice is ours. And so there's some powerful choices that we're going to talk about about in relationships in this show today. You were talking about, uh, you know, turning away from the toxic relationship. I was taught that valuable lesson, hired to be the manager of a couple of radio stations, and we, the owner and I, visited one of the stations. It was performing very poorly. Uh, Several staff that just had a bad attitude. We got back in the car. Uh, I said, "I, I suppose you want me to clean house there. No. Work with them. Work with them. Mm. And some of those people came around to mm-hmm. our way of thinking. My first initial reaction was to say, clean house. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that. Mm-hmm. But your lesson is uh, is proven. Uh, give it time. Give people choices, yes. And give it. And there's some you have to turn to walk away from. Your relationships. Some of those we did. And we need yeah. to learn to be able to walk away from yeah. certain relationships that are toxic. They can lead to not only having to bad relationship experiences, but it can lead to bad health. It can lead to chronic illness. It can lead to death. You know, it really can take us down. You know, you hang around an angry person, you'll take, pick up their ways. Yeah. And, you know, hang around a joyful, happy person, you'll pick up their ways. Absolutely. I love this uh, talk on relationships. It's the second in a series with Dr. Frank King on the Healing Revolution. It's called The Essentials for Our Health and Living a Great Life Relationships. Take a break. We'll be right back with more. Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. It's The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and this week's topic, the uh, power of relationships and the essential uh, relationship that we need for healthy and good living, man. It's all right there, isn't it? It is. got to work on relationships. We'll t- you know, we have our theme is that it takes a team to fulfill the dream. If you want to, if you feel like your dream's not big enough, your life's not big enough, you need people. You know, a lot of people get offended. And you want to get, you know, it's one of the things to build in great relationships is try to get beyond offense. You know, be unoffendable is my goal. And, uh, you know, I can see when I need to walk away, but not everyone's perfect. So you're not going to find a perfect friend. Ralph, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, the only way to have a friend is to be one. 
powerful. Yes. And so, you know, it's like be the change. Be you want to, we want more friends, be more friendly. That's all I say. Oh, okay, if you don't have many friends, maybe let's work. Am I, how friendly am I? <laughs> you know, people really want to be around me, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, how much am I really generating? And I find being focusing on being a life in air requires, you know, friends. You, we need a team to fulfill that dream. And so, you know, we build friendships. We build and, and they, our friendships will change over time too. If you're going through your baby raising years where you're you oh, know, yeah, yeah. you'll find you'll connect with people that are doing the same kind of stuff. Of okay, course. they're having babies. Yeah. And you know, and that those relationships where you all of a sudden oh you're going to the same school, the you know, kids are going to the same school, you'll find parents with relation you know, you connect there. And we you know and those are been valuable relationships. Some of them we are casual now because our kids are off college different places and they went to school from kindergarten on, you know. But you know, we had long we built relationships and we still have those relationships in our lives. Yes. Many of them. And so you know, those are, you know, and so now we're seniors and we're jet setters and we're hanging around some jet setters, okay? <laughs> jet setting seniors, look out, you know? <laughs> so, uh, Staying up till nine o'clock at night yeah. and everything. My wife hung up something the other day. What happens under the mistletoe stays under the mistletoe. <laughs> okay. yeah, I like that. I like so, that. <laughs> you know, I said, so where are you putting that, honey? Oh, we're going to put it downstairs where the party room is. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. And so I'll... We have, you know, it's, you know, so you'll have different relationships during different seasons of our lives, too. And those can change. So, you know, in the flow of this, but it's so easy for us to become so independent where our relationship is our is your number one relationship with your with your phone. <laughs> OK, me, you know, here's your sign. OK. And so we want to start thinking about those kind of things. The relationships on Facebook and relationships and social medias are fine, but that shouldn't be the only thing. They're supplemental, if anything. Yes, it's supplements. And, you know, but the source, the face to face, the eye contact, the connection, the touch, all that is all very, very essential. We can't let the, the, uh, our phone you know, usurp the value of relationships. Very important for us to understand. You know, we have, you know, we want more health in our life. Start hanging around with some people that are positive, uplifting, that are into natural health. You need your exercise has been a problem for you. Maybe you need to hang, find some people that are into exercise and start developing those relationships. That's key. You know, people that if you need to lose some weight, hang around some people that are into it. You know, yeah. we find that uh, people that want to lose weight. It will lose. They'll get twice the results doing other people than they will trying to achieve it. You know, alone. That's proven. Yeah. Yeah. And so we want to be able to grow in our relationships. We want to be able to establish and to learn to know yourself. You know, we have a saying: we not just go through stuff in life, but we should grow through stuff in life. You know, we should be able to grow internally. We should be able to grow. We should be thinking about growing ourselves, about change. Change is a good thing. I always say, let's change for good. You know, it has a double meaning for being, you know, a, a good change as and well as for a permanent, yeah. healthy change that, okay, I'm going to be somebody that is focused on health and fitness for life. 
not just for, you know, now you might just change the style of how you do your fitness as we age, you know. Uh, you know, I don't lift the power weights that I used to lift when I was younger, you know. But, hey, at 65, I can still sprint. And, uh, you know, I outran my daughter the other day. Oh, my. How about that one? Your young daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I can, you know, there's things we can still do. And let's not give up on all that. You know, oh, I'm too old to run. <laughs> no, you uh, you just think you're too old to run. And so, you know, and if you can't run, if you have some joint issues or something, you can get on that stationary bicycle. Certainly. You know, you can still do things. There's a way to always do something. And so don't give up. People that lose their tone will lose, you know, will will deteriorate very quickly, their muscle tone, if they lose that. So we want to be able to think, okay, we might need these relationships to help us in all realms of our life. And so uh, I do like to do my walks or runs, uh, you know, quiet in the woods, through the woods, and and I love that quiet, quality time. The endorphins are flowing, you know, but then there's times where I like to be social. And so let's mix it up. Think about that. Going for walks with a group of people, tossing a Frisbee, you know, running you know, with the dogs or with other people. Dogs, we'll talk about those too, our, fourry, our furry, four-legged family members. How about that? Uh, I've got a couple out there in the car. Um <laughs> You know, we want to get to know who we are, how we're wired, how we work. We're all a little different. We do something, and I've done this with my patients. We've done this for over 40 years now. It's called the DISC profile, D-I-S-C. You can look it up online. I think in my book, The Healing Revolution, I have some links uh, there to where you can go and take this test online. You know, there's a freebie, little simpler test. There's more advanced tests that you can pay for. But D-I-S-C, D stands for dominance. And you find usually you're one and then you have a primary and a secondary one of these four different personality types. And you understand people better, too. A D is, again, more uh, direct, decisive, uh, independent, um, bottom line, result-oriented, strong-willed. Uh, you know, they take on, they love challenges, and uh, they like to get results. Now, let's get, you know, they're generals. They're, yeah. they're doers. They're People that make things happen, they can also be kind of dominating, okay, at times. And there's some negatives that come, and you learn to balance it. Most leaders are D personalities. And, you know, and then there's the influencers, the second, the D, I, the I. The D is the uh, the dominant person kind of thing. The I in the DISC profile is the influencers, they kind of love the – they're optimistic, they're social, they're outgoing. Uh, they enjoy uh, being a part of a team. They're partiers. <laughs> they're salespeople, okay? And when I'm looking for a salesperson, I look for somebody that has a high eye. You know, uh, they have a love for life. They, uh, they're very open-minded. They're, uh, they're inter- motivating uh, of, of themselves and for others, you know, and uh, they're the life of the party. So that's an I, the talkers, and they'll talk your ear off. Da, 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 da. And so then there's the S. That's the majority of people, the S. That's a, not, not, a sissy. Their not a sissy. Not a sissy. No, they're not sissies. They're steady. 
Steadiness. Gotcha. Stands for steadiness. And they're team players. They're cooperative. They're supportive of others. They prefer being in the background, working in a stable environment. Um, they're, they're often they're good listeners, uh, preferring to avoid conflict and change. You know, they're steady. They're peacemakers. They're, uh, they're and if, I'm glad that's the majority of the population. Yes, I am <laughs> if, too, if the majority yeah. of the population were D's, uh, uh-uh. it would be war all the time. You know, there'd be right. conflict. There'd be, you know, battles. There'll be arguments and fighting. And, you know, uh, so... We need so many D's. We need all these personalities. Now, it's not one that's good or bad. It's who you discover who you really are. And that's the important thing. Uh, so the S's, the steady people, you know, the peacemakers, uh, that's the majority again. And the fourth of the D-I-S-C is compliance people. Okay. Oh, these yeah. are very cautious and concerned people. Okay. They focus on what is correct. They want quality. They want details. Uh, they plan ahead. Uh, they look for accuracy. You know, uh, I like these people doing quality control. <laughs> okay. I like these people tell, you know, proofreading what I write. You know, I like these people and they can be, you know, negatives. They can go to the far end and be very critical and critiquing and, oh, everyone's, you know, in, you know, so there's a balance. There's good, you know, great good, and, and there's negatives with each one, depending on how you develop your personality. And I noticed my wife, she was an SC uh, when I married her. And so she got into business with me and started helping more and helping manage more. She developed her D as well. And, uh, you know, because she had to work in that environment. And she found, oh, that worked really well. She likes that. You know, so there's a nice balance. We find a balance as we try out life and as we exercise through life, we work in life, we discover more about who we are and more about, you know, and so uh, we can be a little different from where we do in our work compared to what we do in our personal life. So, you know, we learn things through this. And by understanding these differences, all of a sudden, used to be D personalities would turn me off. It'd be kind of rub me the wrong way. It'd be like, I don't really like. But then as I learned to understand D's, all of a sudden I learned to say, okay, I didn't, I, you know, then I, they didn't bother. D's didn't bother me. Actually, I discovered I am a D. <laughs> okay, so uh, maybe that's what, you know. It's kind of interesting as we learn and grow. It we really develop is. it. It and really so is. The, 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 the C profile. bothers me, uh, or it used to bother yes. me. Uh, the compliant one, the one who was always restricting me, mm-hmm. always saying, you can't do that. You yeah. can't do that. Yes. Uh, you know, and I found later in life that. I need those people in my life. Well, we would have crashed and burned a long time ago exactly. if we didn't have some of that. Exactly. Now, it can, everything, there's a balance, you know, and yeah. some, it can go too far the other way. And the C needs to learn to balance it out, you know. And you, so you usually two, you have a primary and a secondary here. You know, so I'm kind of a DI. Sometimes I'm more of an ID. <laughs> you know, my I, you know, my, and so, uh, you know, other people can be, uh, we, when I was a kid, I was more of a younger. I was more of an S. Kind of interesting, but as I learned, because I've put in as an S, uh, you know, as I think because I was challenged in a lot of ways in in school, and and I had to get out of my S and learn to stand up for myself, 
and 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 take a stand to survive. And so I learned to develop some D. <laughs> That's how you learn and grow in life. It sure is. And you learn, You, as we said, you, you learn, you change, you adapt, mm-hmm. you grow at every opportunity. That's right. And so as we understand these, so I encourage you to read about DISC profiles. It's simple. It's easy. You know, you can begin and understand more people. And not just for yourself, again, like I said, but also understanding other people. That gives you the skills to be able to create more dynamic, more fulfilling, more rewarding, and more stable friendships. And understand the diversity. And when you can have a blend of all four of these types of personalities in your life, it brings great more, more balance to your life. So true. And so you become, we become more whole. It's hard for us to become all four personalities. You know, it really is. If I find people that try to do it all, they're usually stressed out people. So you find where your, your where your love is, where your zone is, where you love operating, and that's usually where you'll find more about yourself. You'll find more about your skills. You'll develop the you know the a more complete. You'll feel more fulfilled in your in your, in your life, and so that is something you know. I you know worst thing we can do, and when we do employment, we have everyone take these disc profiles because we want to fit people into what works for them. If they're a high I, and they're stuck just interacting with a computer and doing detail work, they'll drive them nuts. They sure. will not be good at it. Not and, productive to you. And they'll you. be stressed out and they'll, you know, they'll hate their job. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's good to know these things so you find the right fit. You could be on the right bus but in the wrong seat. <laughs> you know? Well said. So, uh, and so you want to make sure you're in the right seat on the, on the bus in the, with the team. You're playing the right positions. You know, you're doing what you're wired to do. And that brings greater uh, happiness, love, joy, fulfillment, uh, and success because you'll discover what you are really good at. And when you find that success, you talked about it earlier, you know, always if your goal is money, 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 money. But when you find the success of being in the right position on the bus, then as a side benefit, usually Mm -hmm. here come the money. Sure. And I love forgiveness, too. You know, it's about, you know, I read a book uh, a long time ago. It's, I'm actually rereading it right now. It's, uh, we talked about, I think, in the first show, Dale Carnegie and how yes. to win friends and influence people. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the title so much, but I, do, I love the content. And it's some real stuff about discovering how to be more dynamic of a person and inspire people. To you know, and and you get more out of life. You get more out of relationships by inspiring. We have a tendency not to inspire and maybe motivate people. And, and the next thing I want to go into, and I'm not sure how much time in this segment, but I want to go into uh, finish this segment out on love languages. Love. You know what your love language is, Randy. Oh, I uh, think so. I, I'm, I, I work on that a lot. Yeah. And, uh, You're a loving guy. It's pr- it's productive. Yeah. You, you, uh, you find that 
You got some new. You got a new love in your life. Oh uh, well, got, things are working in that favor. Yes, yes and okay. uh, uh, you're right. You you and that's a pra- It's a growing practice. You you practice it and mm-hmm. it grows and yeah. it gets better. Yeah, and it's fun. It's yeah, a it lot is. of fun. Yeah, you know what? That's you got. To, you know, you have the fun meter. I always say, check your. Where, how's your fun meter? Do you have it? Is it on empty? Is it about half a tank, or do you have a full tank of fun? And you know, and you know, if you don't have a full tank, you can generate these things. You Absolutely. Know, like, where's your love meter? We talk about. You know, we all have gauges. Think about your car. Okay, you you got your fuel gauge, and. If you're always running on empty, it's, it, you can get into trouble, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. And, you know, if so you want to think, okay, how do you keep your tank full? And these are things you generate, and you don't have to pay for them. You generate them within. That's right. And so you, you want to see where's your joy meter, you know, your love meter, your, your, your peace meter, you know, where's your um, fulfillment meter, you know. And if I'm not functioning from fulfillment, I'm not functioning with the full power of what I can do. And so I work on these qualities. I, where's my will meter at? Is my will full? You know, where's my uh, vision? Do I have a vision? Am I working? Do I have a vision in my life that I'm aiming at? Do I need to clarify my vision? Do I need to reset my vision? Do I need to seek a little bit more about vision? Or else then my compass could be all wacky. You know, so we need vision for our lives. We need need to have a belief system. I really believe in living a f- great, beautiful, loving, full, complete, dynamic, rewarding life with great relationships and, uh, and you know, for- abundance of finances. You know, if I don't have a belief system for that, I'm not going to get there. I always say we need to believe until we become. If I have a belief like oh, I'm supposed to, we're supposed to live poor, and, and, and then you know maybe I need to adjust my belief system, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, do I need to? You know, where is your belief? You know, belief is the world is an angry and ugly place, and I and I hate it. Oh, you know, yeah. there's people that live that way. They really they are. have those people. I talked to somebody the other day. Said, uh, uh, you know, I don't, you know, that belief stuff. I don't believe in it. I said, well, you're, 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 you know, believing and not believing is the same thing. You're just applying your beliefs to not believing. And I heard a good one the other day just about this very thing is that hate destroys the uh, vehicle that it's carried in or the vessel that it's carried in. Hate destroys the mm-hmm. vessel that it's carried in. Well said. Yeah, it'll deteriorate. It's like acid. You know, it, uh, it's bitterness. You know, it'll, you know, you, life the issues of life can either make you bitter or better people. And so which how is it working for you? It's how you apply it, how you deal with those problems. How do you deal with the issues that rise up? You know, again, I can, I can turn it around, work it to make me a better person or a bitter and I choose to be better. How about you? Absolutely. It's a lot more fun on this side of the fence. I promise you. Relationships. It's essential for our health and living a great life with Dr. Frank King on The Healing Revolution. Be back to uh, sadly wrap up this in just a moment. I, I'm loving this show. Uh, this is my favorite one. So stand by. We'll be right back.
Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you, from allergies, memory loss, and fatigue, to sports performance and sexual health. Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe, natural medicines for the entire family for more than 25 years. Dr. King's products have no known harmful side effects, no known negative drug interactions, and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and today's topic about relationships. And you were not just talking about the relationship with your significant other, your SO. Mm -hmm. This is relationships all across the board. There's a lot of significant people in this world. And uh, not that I'm saying uh, polygamy here or anything, but, you know, know, I do have a number of people I know that do practice that, but uh, uh, not... I have my hands full with, you know, one yeah. significant other for me. It's, uh, you know, it's a little too intense for me to go any further <laughs> that in that realm. Well and, uh, you know, I had a joke one time about my wife when I was, this is 26 years ago before we were married. I said, okay. I said, you know, I just want to let you know we were knew we were getting married. I said, I want to be faithful to you. I'm going to be faithful to you. I'm going to be you're you're going to be you know a main person, you know, the key person in my life. I was, uh, we're going to have you know you're going to have my full attention. I'm I'm going to care for you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to cherish you. Um, I'm here to, uh, you know, we're going to be a powerful team, uh, unbreakable team together. And I'm here to serve in all these ways, commit to myself, to you in every way, every aspect of my life, 364 days a year. Uh... I just want one day a year where I can go out and do anything I want. Do you think that went over? How did? I, I, that's the next question. How'd that work out for you, Doc? Yeah. It was a joke, actually. We all laughed about you got it. My attention. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I got her attention too right away. She was saying, "What the heck am I getting into?" I said, "I don't think so." Uh, oh, that's and, uh, funny. That's a funny story. Yeah, it shows the value of you know of being fully committed to one each other, and I think that's the importance of having a marriage or having a significant other in a solid foundation of a relationship. You know, it brings a strength. It brings a substance that just one day a year can break, really, yeah. in a sense. If you, it's got to be full, complete, or nothing to have that depth of, of that one relationship. And that's good. But then there's we have all these other relationships. In our jobs that we talked about, we have, you know— we spend more time at work than we do. We spend more time with our coworkers than we do with our family. When you think about the waking hours— of the day, you know, so we want to be able to develop relationships at all levels and places of life. You know, if you're just a clock in, clock out kind of person and don't really want to build, you know, quality relationships, it's going to be a very shallow and empty and um, unstable place. We want to, we have a thing in our business. We have 30 principles in our corporate culture. These are key principles that we go over. Every week, 
And in every week, we go through a principle for 30 weeks. After those 30 principles and 30 weeks, we start over back on number one again. And we talk about them. We build those. In meetings, we start with them. We talk a little deeper how to grow into them. And our professional life grows as our personal life grows. And you can't separate the two, really. And so this is what we call creating a powerful, performing company culture. And we create this wonderful culture, okay, in in our company. And this culture is what strengthens us, builds us, makes us better people, makes us stronger people, makes us more effective people, makes us more successful people. And as we apply these principles, we become more valuable. And that value is great. It feeds the heart. It feeds the self-esteem. And it's what, you know, manifests your value in your paycheck, Okay, grows because you are growing that company. You know, you are becoming a part of that company's growth. You're becoming a part of that company's stability and strength. And that makes us makes us all more valuable. So we're all growing in a company culture. It's not just something where you clock in and clock out. It's something where we are growing in our work life as well as in our personal life. And so that is all part of relationships, the value of relationships and the growing relationships that feed and and build. And so along with that, uh, you know, the healing revolution is all about having healing buddies. We have healing buddies that we help grow our health with. You know, we help when we encourage one another. We can do hands-on healing techniques with one another. We can help one another. We integrate that into our family and our friends. And so, you know, we're always having a little healing party here and there whenever we go because that's a part of who we are. And so, you know, working on somebody's knee or neck or, or, uh, or just encouraging them in their in their mind, in their will, in their emotions, you know, in their spirit. You know, we are always working to help encourage and enlighten and take people's lives to a higher place. That's why we do this show. And so it's something that we want to encourage everybody in the healing revolution. The missing link in our whole healthcare system is the people. We can, we're creative beings again. We can create. What are we creating? Think about that for a minute. And so I want you all to encourage everyone to think, let's go out and start creating a greater life. Let's start creating a more dynamic life, a more dynamic. And it starts with creating more dynamic relationships. And that is a fuel that will take us higher and higher. You know, again, if relationships are continually pulling you down, go then. You've tried to fix, you tried to help, and you, oh, and it's great when that works and we all go higher together. That's an exciting relationships to have, you know, but if it continues to pull down and you continue and you work to work to work to try to help that relationship go upward, you know, it's choice. We have the power to choose, to choose life or death, you know, and it really is at the end of each chapter of our book, we have, after reading the book, we have a section. It's for self-evaluation. It says, what are my life-destroying choices in, in the relationship to this chapter? Relationships, uh, you know, proper boundaries and all these things. And what are the life-affirming choices that I'm making? And a lot of times I want to change my life-destroying choices I'm making in the discovery of reading each chapter and each essential and turn it into life-affirming choices. And that's the power of this book. That's the power when you start to implement. These are things that have been 
time-tested for 40 years what's been the difference taking people's lives higher and what's been dragging them down and even creating disease. You know, so we can transform our lives through our relationships. That is the power of the healing revolution. That is the power of relationships. You know, the power of love. You know, that is the powers that we want to be able to implement into our lives and see our lives go much higher and enjoy in this holiday season to enjoy and learn to love and take our lives to uh, more fulfilling places. That that's the healing revolution in action. I encourage everyone, you know, to get the book, to get the healing revolution, do the little tests into each chapter and begin to implement. There's so many positive life giving things to implement into life. Let's stop letting life take us down, we can start applying life in a way to lift us up. And that, again, is the power of the healing revolution. Thank you, Dr. King. A great, great message here at uh, this particular time of the year. Relationships, how they are essential for our health and uh, living a good life. Remember the website, drkings.com. Get more information about relationships. Get the book and hear the podcast. Hear the entire broadcast about relationships. It's uh, now a two-part series and will likely probably become a three-part series. Uh, We'll check on that next week. I'm getting kind of excited about the next one. Oh. And... uh, my favorite, one of my favorites. Uh, we're going to start talking about some hands-on healing techniques. Oh, I like that. Too. How about that? We're going right. to get hands-on. Join us next week for the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com and join the healing revolution. You say you want-